The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh boy, are we ever. I want to welcome all the moms and maybe a few dads and kids listening today. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms because you guys are a big deal and you deserve your own show. So that's why we're here to help you out. Question for you. Do you feel like your family is drifting? Maybe drifting apart from each other or drifting away from your purpose on this earth? Well, we're going to help you with that today with a five-step plan for family success. We're going to talk to the authors of Family Shift, the five-step plan to stop drifting and start living with greater intention. I mean, we do business plans. We should do this sort of thing for our family, too. This book is recommended by the legendary football coach, Lou Holtz. So it's got to be good, right? Plus, I'm going to tell you why I was in prison this week. Not, like, completely in prison, but uh, I'll tell you what was up there. But uh, just now, you got to stay tuned for all that and more right here on Channel Mom after 60 seconds from our amazing sponsors. Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. And I do want you to remember our friends. They are a nonprofit, so... uh, you can, yeah, get them for free. They're just one call away. And if you know a family that just could use a little bit of help, maybe a single parent family or something, check out lifecenterlittleton.org. You'll be amazed at all the things they have there to help families like yours or somebody else that you uh, may know that could use a little leg up. Okay, so a couple of quick things before we get to our guests. I like to do a little mom market mention, the various uh, markets across the country that listen to us. I love to recognize the moms in those markets. So first, a little shout out to Barber County, Kansas, and then also the Inland Empire at uh, 102.5 The Vine, and of course, our fabulous listeners here in the greater Denver area. So glad that you listen, and I hope we're a huge blessing to you. I do want to tell you very briefly why I was in prison this week. Um, I fortunately, I didn't have to be sent there in handcuffs. I was there to minister, and it's because we launched our Forever Moms Prison Outreach. Oh, my goodness. 
This has been four or five years in the making, and we have a curriculum that's specifically designed to help heal those moms in prison, lead them toward a life in Christ, and then give them parenting direction so that they can not only parent from behind prison walls, they can really connect with their kids even there in prison and not give up on uh, the potential for them to break the legacy of imprisonment. That's our hope, is that we get these mamas to be encouraged that they can still be good moms, whether they're still in prison or when they get out, so that their kids do not repeat the pattern. So that's why we do what we do. And we had uh, some beautiful... Gosh, you know, some of these women did not do good things, obviously. They're there for a reason. And uh, some of it's hard to overlook. But mostly, we go in there with a heart of forgiveness and grace and think about the babies who they left behind so that we can help those moms be better moms. And uh, that's why we do what we do. And it was a huge blessing to go in there. And I'd be honored if you'd pray for us to, to continue doing that. All right. Also, by the way, at the beginning of the show, it says we're pre-recorded and we're not. This is live. Now, I guess uh, when we re-air on Saturdays, we're pre-recorded. So that part's true. All right. So Michelle and Rodney Gage are the founding and now lead pastors at Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida. They're the co-authors of a book called Rethink Life, How to Be Different from the Norm. And now their new book, Family Shift, The Five-Step Plan to Stop Drifting and Start Living with Greater Intention. Uh, don't we all need that? All right. So uh, welcome, Rodney and Michelle. Thank you so much, Jenny. Yeah, we're glad to have you on board. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm excited because I here's the thing I was saying, and I, and I want to do a few stats before we launch in, but you guys have written something to motivate the average family to say, hey, you, you do a business plan, do a plan for your family. So you have something, an end in mind, the things you want to do in the world, the things you want your kids to accomplish, do a plan. And I want to tell you both, it's a compliment to you. On Martin Luther King Day, uh, I made my family sit at IHOP with me and do a family mission and vision. <laughs> Oh, and, wow. And there was, awesome. yeah, well, there was some whining and some eye rolling because my kids are now 21 and 17 and they're like, why now? And I said, cause this can, this can build you up for the rest of your life. So thank yeah, you right. for motivating me to do that. All right. So I'm going to throw out a few statistics and then I want you to define, uh, the six reasons or, or talk about the six reasons behind family drift. But I just want to remind people what's going on in America. In 1960, about three fourths of Americans, 18 and over, were married. Um, as recently as 2011, uh, only 26% of kids uh, were, oh, I'm sorry, I missed a statistic. Um, so, so that's how many were married uh, bef- in 1960. Now it's less than half because a lot of people don't get married anymore. They've also tied poverty with, the, f- with children who are from divorced families. Now, let me just say, we have single mamas who listen to us who are precious. And I'm not saying your kid cannot be successful if they come from a divorce situation or a widow situation. Uh, also, depression rates are rising among teenagers and adults of all ages. And the major depression rate has risen to the most among adolescents. And it is, I think, let's see. No, this is another statistic. Suicide rates among young people are also up. In fact, one stat says that the U.S. suicide rate is at its highest since World War II. So as I look at that picture, I didn't, I didn't describe it very well, but as I look at it, I think something is going on in the families of America that, that needs help. And that's why you guys have written this book. The name of the book, again, is Family Shift, the five-step plan to stop drifting and start living with greater intention. So, so define, Rodney, for folks what uh, the family drift is. How do we drift? Well, unfortunately, it's, it's very subtle, so it's not always easy to recognize up front because if you're drifting, you don't obviously know that you're drifting. 
Yeah. And it's kind of like a leaf when you throw it in a in a stream, that leaf is going to flow with the natural current. And that's exactly what happens in our families. We get busy. We have so many distractions that we are pulled in so many different directions, especially when it comes to the demands between work and home. So that has a an effect on our marriage relationship. And it has an effect on uh, really just our overall health and family life and the quality of those relationships. And so even though we may have good intentions, we don't always end up perhaps being what we could be or should be as a couple or even as a family. And so, unfortunately, a lot of families drift. And so with that, you know, we've identified some signs or even some symptoms to kind of help identify whether or not a family is actually drifting. Okay. So, Michelle, do you want to share those for, for us? Yeah. Um, so we put it in acronym for drift so you could remember it. And it's disappointment. You just begin to have disappointments and, and not handling them, you know, the way we, we had planned to handle them. We have regret, you know, what I did or what I didn't do as yeah. a mom or as a parent. You know, we, we that starts to weigh heavy on us. Um, and then isolation. Uh, if we get ourselves isolated, then, then we're very vulnerable to the drift. Yeah. Um, and frustration and tension. You know, the home just begin, begins to become very tense. And I think many of us, probably all of us, have felt those things at different times. But as Rodney said, it's very subtle. And But when we look up, we're far away from where we really wanted to be. Those, but we, we have really drifted from our original intent and vision for our family. Okay, so the acronym is DRIFT, and it's a sign that your family is drifting. It's disappointments, regrets, isolation, frustration, and tension. And I got to believe a lot of folks out there identify with each of, at least a couple of those. And I have a heart for the moms of America, for the families mm. of America. And I just want to say there's hope, but you got to, yeah. you got to do something. You got to take some kind of action. And, and when you see yourself, it's so easy to be so busy and there's tension at night or you're not eating dinner together or there's fighting or there, people aren't speaking to each other, whatever it is. Or maybe you're not doing what you wish you would do together, whatever it is. I know families all over the place are suffering from this, but they don't know how to set the ship right. And, and you have a plan for that. So I, I want to say, something can you talk a little bit about how we can buy into what the world tells us is important and you're suggesting that we be counterculture i i last time i uh, interviewed you on crosswalk we talked about the money and possessions and the intelligence can you talk a little bit about that how how we're sort of led to drift away from what we might think is important because of the temptations of the world yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and if, and if you're a follower of Christ, you know, the Bible says we're to be in the world, but not of the world. So there's that fine line. We're not just to, you know, live under a rock somewhere. Right. But at the same time, you know, we have to face the realities that we are inundated with constant temptations and distractions. And distractions, perhaps right now, more than anything, is the biggest enemy. You know, uh, I think right now the average screen time that we all have on our cell phones is about four and a half hours a day. Yeah. And so when you think about, you know, how that trickles down to our kids, the amount of, you know, social media and the videos that they watch, and then, of course, on top of all of that, the extracurriculars, you know, often say it's the three A's. It's academics, it's arts, and it's athletics. And those three things in and of themselves, even though they're good things, so wonderful things, they themselves can even be a major deterrent to who we could be and should be 
when it comes to building a strong spiritual and moral foundation. Yeah. And so we have we have to really, you know, we have to really understand as a couple and as a family, ultimately, who are we becoming, and then develop a plan or strategy on how we're going to get there. That's what we tried to accomplish in this book. Yeah, and we're going to get to the five-step plan. I want everybody to stick around for that um, because I, we will get to it before the show is over. We'll also how to tell you how to get a hold of the book. And I may give the book I have sitting here away. But um, you say, first of all, there are two questions that we all need to ask ourselves as we as we launch into uh, you know approaching this five-step plan. Michelle, can you kind of talk about those two questions? Yeah, it's just who, who we are and who do we want to become. Yeah. And um, who, just taking a look at who we are as a family, just stopping the drift for a second and, and look up and assess where we are, and, and then who do we really want to become? Who do we want to be as a family? And uh, working in a plan to get to where we want to go and who we want to become. Yeah. And, and and I love that you're urging people toward higher values. And, and the quote that I that I have read in the past that's from the book is that you talk about money, possessions, intelligence, beauty, power, all of those, not necessarily being wrong, but it's what our culture emphasizes and they cause us to drift from our highest values. And so you're saying, let's get back in touch with what we want our family to be in terms of highest values, what we want to accomplish, the missions in the world that we want to complete. And I love that you're redirecting us away from all those temptations and all those distractions as Rodney steps or explains. I'm, I'm looking at the title of the book, so I'm obsessed with the word step. Yeah. Um, so let me just say, we're, we're going to give one book away, so you got to be quick on the old dialing of the phone. It's uh, called Family Shift, The Five-Step Plan to Stop Drifting and Start Living with Greater Intention. If you would like a copy of the book, 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. Or if you're hearing this on Saturday, if we still got a book left, you can email us at channelmom at gmail. Okay. So, and maybe you guys can you may send me another book if we get another email after today's call. Um, I want you to start with the five steps. And then I also want to talk a little bit about mission and vision as a specific part of this, one of the steps. And if it's too late, because I've, I've got to imagine there's some grandmas listening today and that there's some older moms listening today and think, well, it's too late. My kids are, you know, like my, my kids age, 17 and 21. It's never too late, right? Right. It's never too late to start. Okay, good. So let's start in. Let's launch into the five-step plan. Rodney, why don't you tell us what step one is? Well, step one is all about a shift in direction. And really, it's a, it's an S. And so it's, it's another acronym, which simply stands for start with the end in mind. So we have to really look ahead, look to the future, and ask ourselves, are we moving in the direction that's going to take us where we want to go and ultimately allow us to become who we want to be. So we can't become who we want to be unless we change who we are. And so sometimes we have to sit down and we have to assess, okay, how are we doing? Are we moving in the direction that we could be and should be moving towards to achieve, you know, our mission and our vision as a family? And if not, let's sit down and let's ask ourselves some hard questions. You know, why aren't we going in the direction we want to go? And then let's map out the things that are important to us so that we can all hold one another accountable. We have a clear picture of where we want to go as a family. You know, there's a very, obviously, uh, there's a, a very uh, old, you know, verse of Scripture that many people are familiar with. It simply goes, where there is no vision, the people perish. Yeah. And when a couple doesn't have a vision for their marriage, their marriage dies. When a family doesn't have a vision for 
who they want to become, their family will eventually die or drift spiritually and morally. And so we have to keep the vision in front of us. And so that's the first step. It's all about starting with the end in mind. As we just emphasized, it's never too late to start. You could be a grandmother, but ask yourself the question, who do I want to be as a grandmother? Who do I want to be as a grandfather? And what kind of legacy do we want to leave behind? And what can I start doing now to begin laying the groundwork that will allow my children or my grandchildren to really see who I was, what I stood for, and ultimately the kind of legacy of faith that I can leave behind Amen. for Amen. my children. And, and before I move to Michelle, is, is, I'm trying to remember the order of things. Is family mission envisioned part of step one? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yes. And yes. I want to... So I w- you start th- Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, that's all a part of, you know, vision is basically speaking to where you're going, and your mission is speaking to why it's important. The how is all about your plan, it's your strategy, and how you're going to get there. Right. And and so I just want to encourage people, because I had a 17-year-old and a 21-year-old that were rolling their eyes a little bit, I had to make it quick and fast. So so we, we answered <laughs> some of the questions you were talking about, but I'm, I'm going to actually share the sentence that we came up with. And I want to tell everybody, if all you've got time for is a sentence, make the sentence, because at least that is a vision and a mission in a sentence. And so this is what our family came up with. Steadfast in the faithful service and leadership within our family and to our neighbors throughout the world. So, right. Well, thank you. (laughs) It was a group effort. Um, But but the point is that got everything. That got faith, that got service, that got work, that got what we want to do for each other as a family, but what we also want to do as serving in the world. And and so, you know, it took one sentence, and I'm going to redirect my family again and again back to that sentence when things aren't going well. And I want to encourage people that are listening today, it just can be one sentence, right? Am I right about that, Michelle? Absolutely, yes. If you have something to stand on, something to keep your eyes on the goal, it, it makes a huge difference. And the second um, Step. letter in the, the acronym is H, which is really one of my favorites, and it holds to core values, and that's a shift in our focus. And it goes so well with our mission and vision because when we have core values, we have handles to hold on to and remind ourselves, this is who we are as a family. Um, I don't know if you got that far, Jenny, with your with your kids, but a couple of things that are our core values is like honor is our choice, um, generosity is our way, positive is our attitude, just simple things, simple statements like that that, that takes a word that is your core value and just turn it into a little short sentence that, that you can remind your kids when we start to drift yeah. <laughs> that this is who we are and this gets us focused back on track of this is who we are, and this is how we're going to get to where we're going with our mission and vision. I love it. And I will tell you that our family did write down our core values to come up with our sentence of mission and vision. And and so I did, we all got to write down some things that we thought were our core values, and that's what we put into our mission and vision. I hope we didn't do that backwards, but that's <laughs> that was how we approached it. So, Rodney, what is There's step? No way. Okay, what's step number three, Rodney? <laughs> well, step number three is all about... Um, we call it. We call it the. Uh, it's all about uh, identifying your GPS. It's your goals. It's it's your passions and your struggles. So we actually identify uh, five specific branches in a, in a goals tree that we outline in our book, mm-hmm. um, which helps just kind of bring focus once again to um, 
you know, a family related to the specific things that they can begin striving to become and that kind of keeps those goals out in front of them. Passions um, is another key area, which is, you know, we often say your, your, your passion is, is driven by your purpose. And so when you, you know, when you have a clear purpose of where you're going, it, it just it, it sets a, a new flame within your heart of things that you've become passionate about because you want to fulfill that purpose. And often our, our passion also is complemented by our gifts, you know, our, our personalities, and, but at the same time, even our struggles. And so sometimes we don't realize it, but our struggle can become our greatest story. And sometimes it's even through our struggles that we even find our greatest sense of passion to fulfill an even greater purpose. Amen. So all of those things come together to help shape and mold us into unique people, unique families that God can use to make a great impact on the lives of other people. That's true. And I want to get to step four and five. We only have a couple minutes left. But I would argue, and I think you would too, that your purpose comes from what you're passionate about. And that in yep. the struggle, you learn what your ministry is. And, and, and yes. for me, people know that I was on TV and I thought I was a big deal. And then I lost my TV job and I was sitting there with a baby. And I realized that people had honored me a lot more when I was on television than when I became, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, just a mom. And I thought, this is a tragedy yes. that we're not letting moms know how important they are unless they're on TV. And so that yeah. was where my ministry came from, was the, own, the pain that I had from being a lonely mom and feeling like what I was doing wasn't important. So there was a struggle that became my passion and my purpose. So that's a great example. All right, so there's two minutes left, so yes. let's do step number four, Michelle. It's find life-giving friendships. And you know what, Jimmy, one of the greatest things we have as moms and parents is the opportunity to teach our kids how to choose the right friends. It's, you know, the reinforcement. It's a shift in reinforcement in our lives because our friends, we're the average of our five closest friends. You know, oh. it's been proven over and over again. And, and your, your vibe is determined by your tribe. So we have the opportunity to teach by example, which is actually our last step, but in our friendship, in our friendship, showing the type of friends that we need to be choosing in our life and then helping guide our children while they're with us in our home to find the right life-giving friends that are tough, loyal, and committed. Amen. And Rodney, I know you're a pastor, so you were used to speaking for 35 to 40 minutes, but step number five has to come out in about 40 seconds. So tell us about step number five. Yes, it is all about teaching by example. And at the end of the day, you know, we want to leave our kids more than just memories. We really want to leave them a legacy because our kids, they, our kids are watching what we do. They're listening to what we say, and there's no greater way to influence our kids than being the kind of example that they will want to follow. Yeah, that's good. And I think we forget about that and all the mush of mm. of distraction that, that Rodney was talking about. And, and it's, a, it's an epidemic that, are, that our kids are not yeah. driven toward that. And I love that you've said that because we, we want to get our kids excited about leaving behind a legacy, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. And it's something that's so needed in this world. All right, tell folks how they find you, how they find the book, et cetera. Well, they can find, find it from uh, social media. Okay. Yeah, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Michelle, I'll, I'll name a name. Michelle, you go ahead and tell people how to find the book. <laughs> you can find us on social media, uh, just Rodney and Gage and Michelle Gage on, on Facebook and um, 
Instagram, the BenFamilyShift.com. You can find our book. You can find it at Amazon. Um, it's in several different places, but FamilyShift.com will give you some free resources that you can use to work on that mission and vision, and uh, we'd love to connect with you in any way, to help you in any way we can. Okay, so say the website one more time. It is FamilyShift.com. Okay, FamilyShift.com. Okay, wonderful. Thanks, you guys, for being on with me. I hope uh, what you have shared is a huge blessing and it motivates some moms and some grandmoms and some dads to, to move forward and, and create this for their families. Thank you so much. Thank you for thank having you, Jenny. me. Thank you, Jenny. It's an honor to be with you. Okay, take care. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Again, did we have any callers, Richard? Um, if you want to, on Saturday, you can uh, email us at channelmom at gmail and uh, get the book that I have sitting here for free, Family Shift, The Five-Step Plan to Stop Drifting and Start Living with Greater Intention. And I just want to remind you, that the, the passion of myself and our board of directors and all of our volunteers and all of our donors is to help moms, to encourage moms, to um, help you wherever you're at, whether you're in a prison or you're coming out of homelessness or you're in suburbia or you're in the country or you're struggling with divorce or single parenting, whatever it is, we want to help you. Because there's not a lot necessarily to encourage a mom in our culture. So please find us at channelmom.com. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a good little YouTube channel with over a million views. We're at Channel Mom. We're at Channel Mom over all over social media. I'd be honored if you'd start to follow us. We need those followers. And uh, please pray for us. And if you really want to come on board, we, we welcome Channel Mom champions for $20 or more a month. You can keep us on the air, keep us going, and bless the ministries that we have. Uh, so, yeah. And if nobody's thanked you today, I'm here to thank you mom i know you sacrifice i know you work hard i know sometimes nobody thanks you but i'm here to thank you for all you do to raise your babies well and make this world a better place god bless you have a beautiful weekend Enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.